Aesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and this is your host, Randy. Hello. Dude, it's kind of weird because, like, uh, we're trying something new, and, like, I hear your voice, but then I see you talk. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're trying to make this a little bit higher quality, so we're doing a little bit of a thing. But now there's like this vid- video delay that we have to like compensate for. And we just spent like way too long trying to sync it up. Anyway. Way too long. Welcome to the podcast. It should look welcome, pretty crispy guys. if you go on YouTube and watch us. Because uh, we're going to do an, a 4K one this time. We and, hope. Uh, we hope. Yeah, we hope. Hopefully. I mean, you're. I think you're 1080p, but you still My look pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I, it's still worth rendering think, in uh, 4K. Yeah. So it'll look good. So anyway, dude, what's the topics, dude? We got topics. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're kind of phone people here on Technostatic. We kind of like what's in our pockets. So yep. we're going to discuss the Pixel 6, Pixel 6 Pro launch, lineup, initial impressions. Uh, now that it's been, it's been a while since the M1 uh, MacBooks have been out, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. So we mm-hmm. kind of want to discuss, you know, what, what the benchmarks are we've seen and kind of how they stack up to what we expected from the keynote. Uh, also want to cover... Uh, Apple Watch Series 7 first impressions, because I finally got mine today after ordering on launch day. And uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now gets a massive upgrade. I kind of want to touch on that, because cloud gaming can be pretty compelling. Okay, okay. So awesome, awesome. What do you want to start with? Let's let's start with the Pixel 6. Pixel 6, dude. We've all seen all the videos. (sighs) We have. You know, I watched uh, MKBHD's video. I watched a couple other videos. I mean, I, I like the design a lot. I do like you the know, design a lot. Uh, it's like a like we were saying before. It's kind of like a mid-century modern like look. Almost. It is like it, it. It really is, dude. It looks like it belongs in your living room. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to say though that uh, I am a little upset because they pulled uh, a Apple from 2020. Okay. Uh, and I'm not too happy about that. So. Dang! They pulled an Apple. That's not yeah. cool, dude. So what happened? Yeah. Well, Apple kind of re- recognized their mistake with the 13s, right? So, like, now, you know, like, I've wanted the small boy, right? Like, I've wanted the smaller pro. Like, you and I have discussed this before that that we just wanted the smaller phone. Yeah. Uh, but if you wanted, you know, the best cameras, uh, you would have to buy the Pro Max. Okay. Uh, now, with iPhone 13 lineup, you have the same cameras across all pro devices, right? And the right. only difference is screen size and battery size. Well, the Pixel 6 and the Pixel 6 Pro have different camera setups and different screen, excuse me, and, and different screens for each size, right? Yeah. So the smaller one refreshes at 90 hertz. The big one refreshes, refreshes at 120. The yeah. smaller one has like two worse cameras and the big one has three better cameras. So it's kind of you unfortunate, gotta go big. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So pretty much forces you to get the Pro. Uh, that sucks. My, my friend just ordered one because like he's like a Google fanboy, right? Like he would never touch an iPhone. He would never do anything like that. Uh, I've been trying real hard to convert him. Uh, I did convert one of my boys recently, but he just ordered the Pixel 6 non-Pro in the green. So, like, okay. uh, that kind of missed me a little bit, too, man, because, like, his main driving factor was he wanted the green phone because, admittedly, the green one looks good. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. But you only get the uh, the the Pro comes in white, which is awesome. The black, yep. which I think looks super good because it has, like, that gray accent up top. Right. Uh, and then you have the yellow, like, sunshine one. Uh, which is kind of girly, but it kind of looks kind of different, you know. Yeah. But the but but the green one is like that seafoam minty, almost like Dave Two D green, maybe like a muted Dave Two okay. D green. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and I kind of I kind of like that, you know. So like I think that if I were in that camp, I would kind of be, I would kind of be at a crossroads, right? You know, right, and like right. y- you shouldn't put your customers in that position, in my opinion. 
Yeah, um, I don't like how the I I hate when companies do the following when they lock the cool colors behind like the pro or the non pro. Yeah, hate yeah. that. I don't like when I have to get the biggest phone or device to have the best device. Don't like that either. So yeah, yeah it's kind I of mean, a bummer. Well, which is kind of cool, you know. I don't want to segue into our other topic too quickly, yeah. but it's really nice to see that you can spec out the 14 inch MacBook the same way you can spec out the 16. Uh, yeah, and I'm still, you know, huge. the thing is, uh, yeah, not to dive into that right now, but yeah. like, uh, uh, I'm still, is it, has it been confirmed? Because I know that the uh, the bigger one has the higher power mode, right? And the 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 fourteen. I actually didn't doesn't. hear about that, so maybe you could touch on the, that a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but let's let's run down the pixel though. Right, so, right. You know, as far as like phones go it's not bad i it, no it's, it's not, actually pretty nice like it's uh, pretty nice i think the software is my favorite yeah right? stock like, android is definitely the nice. best android experience you know like you and i you know like i've owned i i've owned a fold for about two weeks yeah and 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 you're still on a fold yeah uh, but like we basically go there for the hardware you know like uh i think that you and i are more software oriented in apple's camp but if Apple didn't exist, I think the best software experience is probably on the Pixel. Yeah. So I thought, you know, what was super impressive when Marquez did the, the on his video, he did the uh, the voice transcription, like in real time. Did you see that? that no, was I pretty... didn't. I, I actually didn't see his video. Yeah, check it out because he he has a section of it where he's just like talking really fast, and like the Pixel was just like writing down everything he said like perfectly. And, and the punctuation and everything. Like, I saw it messed up on punctuation once. Right. But I was like, this is, like, unreal how good it was. I, I thought. Yeah. And that's just Google's, like, computational stuff they can do with voice and, and everything. It's just, like, really good. Now, is that Google doing that on device? Or are they offshooting that to their servers? That's I don't know. That's a good question. Because I did see, uh, I forget who it was. Mr. Mobile? Maybe it was Mr. Mobile. Um, he was taking pictures. Or maybe it was Dieter from The Verge. Anyway, one of the two, uh, they, they were taking photos, and they pointed out that uh, one of the most annoying things with the Pixel is it still can't do real-time photo processing. Mm. So, Oh, yeah, that's right. So you take the photo, and then you go to your like gallery processing real quick, wheel. Yeah. you can see it like pop. Pop yeah, in. so like it's like you take a photo and then you want to see like you want to check your composition or you want to check exposure or you want to make sure you got you know yeah and I don't want to say something in focus because like with camera with like cell phones everything's in focus because it's yeah. like a pinky nail size sensor right. but um I I do want to say that that's kind of disappointing you know like uh why uh, yeah I don't know dude um yeah. You know, I don't know. The Pixel looks pretty good on the most part. I'm I I think that um even though that they have like their drawbacks with the photography, like the Pixel still takes like killer photos. Oh, for sure, I mean? for sure. Like, as, still... as much as like the processing overhead is there and everything like yeah. the photo like the photos are really good. I kind of saw some comparison photos though and there was a little bit of that like HDR kind of over processed Yeah, look. the Pixel tends to oversaturate photos a little bit. Yeah. Um in my opinion, uh I'm kind of of the camp though that yeah. if I was taking photos using the main uh the main sensor, right? 
I yeah. think that if you gave me a lot of 20 photos, I would probably prefer 12 from the Pixel and 8 from the iPhone. And that's not saying, yeah. like, the iPhone takes bad photos, right? I'm just saying that, like, straight out of camera processing, I would probably... The Pixel ones would appeal to me a little bit more. But I think that if you take your photos into Lightroom or some other sort of, like, Snapseed or some or, or some or some other yeah. external processor on your phone, I think the iPhone photos give you a lot more lateral adjustments that, that you're capable of making into something that you really like. You know, uh, I saw... Uh, this is... Um something I saw on Reddit. It was a photo of basically um, like an older iPhone and the new iPhone taking the same photo and zoomed in. And you can definitely see this like oil painting effect when you like pixel peep on iPhones and modern smartphones. There's like the computational photography they're doing. It's like it's making crispy photos, but sort of at the cost of like I, I, I don't know, some kind of realism, like, with, you know, how it looks, I guess. I mean, um, I know what you mean, but it also greatly depends on light. Okay. Like, I'm going to try to see if I could... It's going to be really hard to do on camera, especially with well, this delay. Well, it was... Uh, yeah. But, like, let me see if I could pull this up for you really quick, guys. Yeah, just hold it up. It'll... Yeah. As long as your eyes aren't in the shot. Um... Yeah, that looks so, like, like some food, dude. So like this is some food, dude, right? But like You can I, send me that on Element. If if I pinch into this, it like doesn't get oily. Which it is, doesn't? Okay. No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You could send me the full res on Element and I'd throw it in, but Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that looks pretty good. Yeah, maybe so, the like, lighting was good. So like here's something that so, so anyway, you know, for people who are listening guys, it's like my point that I'm trying to make is that cameras have gotten to the point now where if you're taking a image that doesn't have a lot of dynamic range, it doesn't have a lot of depth of field, and it's really well lit, uh, you're going to see cell phones punch well above their weight in that category. But the problem is, is that you don't always have ideal conditions. Chances are you never have ideal conditions, right? No, so like it's gotta be outside a of, of ideal conditions, you're going to have a bad time. And yeah, no, it's true. I mean, I'm not dogging on the iPhone's photos. The Pixel, I, you know, watch Marquez's video because he, he yeah, had some great it. side-by-sides, right? But um, between the iPhone? Yeah, he had he yeah. had the, um, yeah, he had an iPhone and then he had like the uh, um, Pixel and he, he, he showed like, especially at, at night, how the pixel tended to overexpose everything, right? I saw that too. Like, uh, but like the, the pixel always has done that, right? Like it makes it brighter than reality. And like the iPhone yeah. kind of looks more natural. I don't know. It does. That's, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if it's really up to preference uh, because there's pros and cons to kind of both approaches, I guess. Yeah. But, um, you know, to me it was like, I preferred the iPhone for the realistic, uh, I do too, and you're right. So. It, it it does come down to preference. Um, so let me pull up that photo you sent me. Um, so hopefully this works properly. Boop. Yeah, so dude. Check so, so, out, dude. So 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 like just that, so you know yeah. for context, uh, Eric and I are kind of like we we have this thing of like fast food breakfast foods. So th this is a <laughs> hidden menu item for those of you who have a McDonald's nearby. You get a sausage egg and cheese McGriddle, and you sub out the sausage for chicken because they make the chicken early. So yeah. you can have like a chicken and waffles, egg and cheese sandwich, and it's nutty. 
Like, you know, so no, I mean, if you get close enough, you're going to start seeing it. But well, no, not that's, really. that's over a hundred percent right there. Yeah. But like, like but, but like if you stick to a hundred percent for a cell phone that holds together pretty well, I think. Yeah, no, that looks good actually. So, I mean, it's, it's well exposed shot and, uh, it, that's like the natural, uh, I guess, depth of field. Right? Yeah. 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 That's so, just standard. You're photo just close mode. enough to yeah. it to where it's like, okay. So, I mean, it looked pretty good, so I can't really argue with it. Um, yeah. So, like, it really just depends. I think the Pixel, it, you know, has gotten a reputation for having, like, the best camera in in Android space. So It has. It has. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't want to cut you off on this, but I no, think... go ahead. I think essentially what's happening, dude, is like we're hitting that wall of physics, right? Yeah. Where like it got to a point where like Pixel was really doing a lot of, co- of computational stuff and they were always using larger sensors with bigger photo diodes that gathered more light. And now every other camera camera manufacturer is using that. And by every other camera manufacturer, I mean like your big players like Xiaomi, uh, Samsung, Apple, and Google. Yeah. Uh, and probably like a... I'm probably missing some other ones, you know, that, that, that aren't necessarily popular in the U S or whatever. I, I, th- I threw right. in Xiaomi there just cause I know they are as well, but where it's harder for the pixel to pull ahead because everyone else has started to use, you know, pretty much the limitation of cell phone hardware. Okay. Like I, I think a good example of this is my coworker, Donnie. I think I told okay. you about him. Like he's the guy who just retired, but we still talk all the time and he does the photography stuff. Yeah. Uh, he just upgraded from an iPhone 10 to a 13 pro. Okay. And he's telling me that the hardest part to get used to for him is how top heavy the phone feels compared to his 10 because the cameras, the cameras are so heavy. Like, like the phone just feels top heavy. Okay. So, yeah, that's interesting. I guess it did kind of look that way, but I didn't really think it would be. You know what I mean? I mean? Like, uh, I, again, I keep showing stuff on camera, and I should stop doing that. But like, that's kind of like dead center in, in my finger, dude. Okay, it's yeah. Fine. You're just saying the balance is good. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. It's not. I'm good. saying it flies off the. It, the camera side will go down all the time. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, that's just the nature of having like a lot of camera hardware on the yeah. top now. It seems like with the cameras. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I don't know. It could be more dense up there. You oh, would, it definitely you'd is. You'd think it would you be kind it. of opposite. You, you know, the battery is like a big portion of this phone. And like as far as density goes, you'd think like that'd be the densest thing in the phone. But what do I know? It probably uh, has to do with the cameras being like near the edge. I don't yeah. know. There's Again, just uh, more yeah. stuff up there, I yeah. guess. Uh, um, yeah, whatever. So real quick, dude, this Pixel. So... Like, I wasn't really uh, excited for it in any meaningful way, but other than, like, seeing what Google would do with their uh, Google-designed chip. And it seems like it's really not, like, impressive in any way. Um, Not in any kind of major benchmarks type of way. No, it's kind of like a higher middle-end processor. Uh, It's made by Samsung. Uh, It just kind of has, like, its own... Uh, Google kind of said, you know, give us this ISP, give us this this many cores, give us this much RAM. Yeah, it seems like uh, it's almost like they have less like raw CPU performance and kind of a little bit more like graphics and like maybe other uh, metric performance in it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and the it, and the battery performance isn't even that impressive. It seems like it's uh, no shockingly bad. Like not bad, but it's like average. It's good for an Android phone. It's good for an Android phone. Um, I don't even think like it's no like top tier for an Android phone. Wow. It's kind of like wow. 
it, Marquez said it's like uh, average, basically, which is kind Shoot. of like Dude. not as good as other flag, okay. flagships. So as someone who hasn't seen as many review videos on it as you have, this yeah. is the problem with marketing because I went off of it uh, based off of Google Pixels page where it's like up to X hours of video playback. And it yeah. shows you how, how useless that number is. No, it seems like so, it's just like not, it's going to be basically like barely getting you to the end of the day. Like a, like an, is that on the phone. pro or the normal six? Good question. I, I don't know. I um, don't take my word for it. I don't have one in front of me. Right. I'm going off of what like I saw in a couple vids. So, uh, and and I just watched them because they showed up in my feed. I'm like, hey, let's see it, dude. I got to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, I got to have an opinion. I watch them stuff. You too. know, uh, yeah. you know, it just seems like a phone that doesn't really appeal to me. I mean, I really do ap- appreciate the software experience that Google gives you. Uh, you know, it, with the integration and everything, it's like it seems like a really nice experience yeah but like when i'm on android i'm probably there for a reason other than that like to me because apple has the software game like kind of one figured out to me yeah yeah and uh like as as much as like i don't like to me google is doing okay like they have their own kind of magic but in kind of gimmicky ways to me okay i mean okay like that's that's my kind of opinion on it i guess so um like ways that don't matter to me like things that apple has that actually matters to me is like airplay and like uh the cool like uh what's the command center thing that they're adding and like all kinds of other features universal control universal control yeah like that like um i really love those features and i use them I like using AirDrop and like, you know, uh, I don't know. There's just more meaningful features on the Apple side, but then there's stuff that I don't really use on the Android side that Google's putting in. That's like, oh, we can do all this stuff on the back end computationally and with like AI and shit, but it just doesn't matter to me so much. Part of my problem, Um, part of my problem with Google is I don't trust them. And that's that's not, a big part for me too. That's a huge part for me. I feel like I'm coming from a different a, a different avenue than you're coming yeah. from. So like, I, which which I agree with you on. Like like I totally agree with you on like their privacy and how they basically market you, and that's why they give away so many services because they collect your data from using that services, and then and they make more money off of that than they would off of selling like Google Drive, you know? Right. So, but where I don't trust them is. I don't trust them to support a product for longer than a year. Uh, That's a big thing, dude. Look it's at just... Nexus TV. Look at okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Stadia is on its way out. Look at the Pixel C tablet. Look at the look Pixel at all their Slate. messaging services. Look at all of their messaging services. <laughs> look at uh, Nest Secure. The alarm that I bought was DOA'd last year. Oh, that's uh, so or, or uh, EOL'd last year. Yeah. It was out for a year and a half. Like. How do you how do you buy into an ecosystem when in like honestly guys like like Eric and I are different right like 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 we buy things constantly but yeah. how many people out there are 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 literally saying to themselves I'm going to buy a home security system and use it for a year and then I'm going to find something else no, nobody nobody you know, like, reasonable like, does that it's scary you know I mean? because like and to your point with software man like why does everything need to be a messaging app <laughs> no. Like I, that's it doesn't have to be like I don't I don't understand I, I that's one thing yeah like I also don't trust Google they're an advertising company you know that you know they're a data company they're all these things and obviously they have a huge incentive to gather that data 
Yeah. Um, you know, you hear all these different privacy things coming out of Apple. I know that they just had this whole, like, uh, I guess, um, you know, not really a gate, but like the, you know, everyone criticized them for their CSAN span, uh, scanning stuff that they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, data came out. We talked about that earlier. I yeah. still think Apple are trying to be privacy focused. They don't really, they're, they're limiting the, um, amount of data that app develop, so, you know, app developers can get from us. They're, they're, I had a keeping stuff on device, you know, um, I had an interesting read with CSAM. Okay. Uh, and I, I just wanted to bring it up because you touched on it. Because, like, I read a Reddit article on it. And yeah. when he put it this way, it made me kind of see Apple's point a little bit. So sure. you, you and I self-host our NAS, right? And, and, and we Correct. host a lot of things. I have a section for my friends to put shit on my NAS. You, you, I, I know you do the same because I put files on your NAS as well. Right. You know, I would just feel weird if I knew there was a potential that that existed on a server I owned, you know, whether or not I put it there, whether or not it was actually there, I would feel weird. So, yeah, I know it's my personal policy not to invade, um, you know, data. It's, that's not, it's not mine, mine either. My shit, but, but like, like, yeah, I also kind of like, I limit who's on my platform, right. To people that I know and trust. So but with Apple, you can't, I, yeah, exactly. So if I'm Apple and like, I have all these customers, it's, it's a given that that stuff is going to exist. Like bad things are going to exist. on Yeah. Your servers. Yeah. Like, and obviously you'd want to have it off, right? Y you don't really want to build a platform that people then use to harm others. And yeah, you know I, what think I, mean? was, like, I think so. It was interesting because anybody else would just scan their own servers, but Apple was like, no, we want to have your device like do check, yeah. do the scanning, which you would think would be more private, but then everyone took it to be less. Yeah. It, like the opposite of what you intended happened because it mm -hmm. creeped people out. Right. It's, it's, it's a little creepy, but it is a little creepy. Uh, the but false I understand positives why are they would want to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to touch on a few more things before we move on. Uh, yeah. What's your take on the uh, on the video functionality on the Pixel 6? Because not hearing too, too good things about video recording on that boy. Video recording? What's yeah. wrong with it? Yeah. Uh, it's basically the autofocus is non-existent. What? Um, In yeah. video? Yeah. Like no. uh, Mr. Who's the Boss put out a really good video comparing uh, iPhone 13 to mm -hmm. pixel six just cameras no other feature okay uh, and the pixel six did take some categories like um straight out of camera from main sensor uh pixel six one okay uh, but the iphone took uh other lenses and versatility um okay. and iphone took things like ProRes video pro raw for photos he was able to stretch them farther so iphone won that category but iPhone was a clean sweep on video in terms of stabilization, autofocus, dynamic range in video. Like the Pixel 6's footage looked very flat and then corrected with saturation and contrast. It yeah. looked not good. Uh, so if anyone's interested in, you know, buying this phone, you know, thinking I'm going to use it as my main shooter to record my child growing up or things of that nature, I would recommend you watch the mr who's the boss video yeah. and make your own decisions uh like i said i don't have the phone personally and neither does eric so we can't do our own testings no but, but i know that, for a fact like that iPhone was a pretty good busted. side by side comparison uh yeah 
Like the uh, iPhone, though, the performance on the iPhone has uh, historically been unreal when it comes to video. Yeah, yeah. You know, ex- they nail everything: exposure, focus, every like the image quality. Like they're winning in video. Uh, I also hands down. I also want to bring up uh, the price of this phone. That's a really good value, man. Like that's going to make. I guarantee you, we're going to see Samsung make a phone more in line with Pixel's pricing. Yeah, uh, we may see a a re, uh, revitalization of the XR line, maybe. Uh, like maybe, uh, yeah. Like like from Apple, because five ninety nine for what you're getting. Right. With a, with with normal Pixel Six, that's kind of lucrative for people. I mean, people have been trained for the past couple of years that if they want a phone that performs like a flagship phone, you're paying four figures for it. You know, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't I have think to be that phone, way. Like we kind of right, forget, right. You know? So like I think Google pricing this at five ninety nine is really them. You know, kind of saying, hey guys, like buy our phone because it's five ninety nine. I think I think that's that probably the best feature of the phone. To be honest the with you, price. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great phone for an even better price, basically. Yeah, uh, you know the the yeah I I appreciate cheaper phones. I remember when I first got the the One Plus One, the OG one. I remember that too. You know, and that it was a big deal at the time because it was like flagship, basically. Uh, no, con- it, it was you know their their motto was never no settle, con- ne- never settle, never yeah. settle, dude. And it was like a good device for the price. And like that, the it was very affordable at the time, and I feel like people need to be attacking that segment, you know. And yeah, so Google, yeah. they they have a good device for the price. Uh, someone brought it up in one of the videos I was watching. I forget who it was. I'm just going to mention it because you did. Yeah. Uh, if you bring up the One Plus Nine, right, guys? If you look at the One Plus Nine, it's seven hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. It's without a doubt a worse phone than the Pixel Six for five ninety nine. It's plastic. It's worse in every way. Cameras are worse. Battery is worse. I would argue the software experience is worse because it has Oxygen OS instead of base Android. Uh, right. And it and it and, and like I don't know if they just put that in there because of the Pixel Six, but what at the time that I saw the video, he brought up the same page and there was no cross. It was seven twenty nine. So dude. I don't know if this is in response to the Pixel Six or not, but oh my. Hasselblad, dude. Medium format. Uh, Let's go. You realize that. Medium format, man. Let me tell you. Do you remember the Moto (laughs) camera with Moto mods? Hasselblad made a mod for that, dude. It was hot garbage. Hot garbage. This is why you can't fucking. Any branding bullshit, you can't fucking listen to a thing. (laughs) Look. There it is, dude. Oh my God. Look at these. (laughs) Wow, dude. Can I tell you what I want to do though? Since I just saw that black and white filter, yeah. Like if if I ever get like expendable money, yeah. And like not that I don't have expendable money now, but I have I have hobbies and interests like camera lenses and things like that. And like we got to for that Cybertruck, dude. You know, but like I have, I would love to get like like an A seven three and then send it to 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 like Kodiak Films and have them remove the uh, wide color spectrum filter and have an infrared camera. Oh, those yeah, that is neat. That's a neat idea. Like that'd be cool. Like yeah, dude, for like for like high contrast photos, like for that infrared look, Mm -hmm. or for black and white photos. Yeah. Like it gathers so much contrast for black and white. Like it would just be a neat monochromatic camera. I, w- I, w- I would just probably shoot black and white and maybe some infrared landscapes. But that would be so cool, dude. It'd be so neat. Yeah, I would uh, love to see that actually. Yeah. I think that'd yeah. be nutty. 
Yeah. So guys, you know, just want to close out that topic. Pixel six, uh, really great phone for the price, man. Like honestly, if if you're on the market for an Android phone and you're on a budget, yeah, I can't recommend anything else. You know, I mean, that's if, cool. If, if, it's if not exciting for us because we want like the best. But if you're yeah. if you're wanting to, something yeah. near good, nearly we do the have best. to recognize, yeah, that like it's for, for the budget. what you're getting for the price. It's probably the best, yeah, best price performance phone. If right you want to stay within that sweet spot where like you're not getting diminishing returns, get the Pixel and, and get guaranteed software updates. Yeah, which is probably the only Android phone that does that. Exactly. So. Yep. So what's our next topic, man? Uh, M1 Mac and or M1 oh Max and M1 Pro benchmarks. My favorite topic, dude. I know that. Don't talk to me about it. Don't. Oh man. So I've watched like a ton, a ton of videos uh, about benchmarks, about re- like people's their first impressions, talking about everything, all the quirks and features. You know what I'm saying? And I got a couple takeaways. Well, so terrible, it seems like um, they're amazing. It seems like, okay, straight up, they're exactly what we kind of hoped for and expected, which is basically you get the performance that we wanted from from these machines. Uh, The battery life is kind of great. It's kind of right where we wanted, um, which I actually thought it was going to be worse. So the battery being what it is, I'm surprised for the amount of uh, how how much more power these draw compared to like the original. This is a generally organic question because you probably have watched more than I have. Sure. And, and like, I haven't ordered mine yet, Asterix. So I'm kind of going between the 14 and the 16. Yeah. You did mention the 16 has a high power mode that the 14 doesn't. So I do want to touch on that because I didn't know about that. Yeah. So, but secondly, yeah. uh, you mentioned battery. What's the difference in battery are we seeing between the 14 and the 16? Seems like the 16 is better. Um, okay. And, I mean, that makes sense. It's got a lot more room for battery. Right, right. Um, but although the screen you'd think would take more energy being larger, um, mm. but I don't know. I don't know, uh, the specifics on it. I just know that, uh, they're both have great battery. You're not going to really, uh, be upset. The, the 16 does have the advantage of having a high max performance mode. Uh, there's like a toggle in some sort of power settings area that is exclusive to the 16, and you can toggle it to max performance. It doesn't seem like it's, you know what? I'm going to have to watch some videos, but it didn't seem like you're actually getting that huge of an advantage versus like spec for spec equally matched uh, 14 and 16 inch. It doesn't seem like there's that big of a, a jump uh, to the 16, but I'm going to have to double check. I'm going to have to double check because I don't quite remember the exact outcome. I just remember seeing... um the guy that I was watching, he had a 16-inch that had 32 gigs, and then his 14 had 64, and he was seeing better performance out of the one that was equipped with so, the 64. So, I have some numbers here. Okay, go ahead. If you're curious, and and, and this is one render test in Final Cut Pro. So, take All it with right. a grain of salt. You know, your workflow may vary. Uh, Tong tested high power mode on the 16-inch MacBook Pro with an M1 Max chip by exporting a 19-minute version. Oh, sorry, it's in Adobe Premiere. In Adobe Premiere version 15.4.1, the export took 7 minutes and 18 seconds, which was just 16 seconds faster than the same uh, export with high power mode turned off. So he only saw a 16-second difference, but still. Yeah, so the real question, though, is... Because we know that the 16 comes with a larger 
uh, power draw, right? So am I going to be performance bottlenecked uh, just because of the TDP, like, I guess, chip limitation, like the power limitations Um, of having the uh, 90 some? Yeah. That's a good question. And I would probably say no. So what my assumption is, is where we're getting the larger power brick for, for the 16, yeah. is just because the battery is larger, they need to charge that battery faster. Uh, that would be my guess, uh, is that it's designed okay. for, for power throughput, not necessarily to match power draw of the MacBook. I would probably assume that the power draw of the MacBook is roughly the same. Uh, and, and again, this is just my assumption based off of what I know of the M1 Max M1 Pro's chip design. Yeah, I'm not sure, dude. Um, some guy had some kind of metric up where he was looking at the power consumption, and he mm-hmm. it was like 100 and some watts, uh, where I know that the 14's limited <laughs> to like 98 or something. Or, Were or they same spec? Uh, well, yeah, I think they both had the Max chip, and... Uh, well... 96 to 100 and whatever could be screen. You know, this the yeah, screen could, it could be. I thought about that too. That's a big part of it. It's it like 10 watts the... isn't totally out of the realm of what a screen would draw. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look at those. Uh, you know, I'm not going to have the 16 in hand. Uh, I know that tomorrow I'm getting the 14. That's exciting. Uh, fully dude. loaded, two terabytes though. Not getting no eight terabytes. Peter um, even though the more storage you get, the faster it's going to be. Uh, technically, but uh, it seems like I, that's the case. I want to, uh, because so like, like again, uh, I haven't ordered one yet. I'm yeah. kind of leaning towards the 16, but it's like 55 it's so big, 45 dude. at the moment. Yeah, that's why it's like 55 45 at the moment. But here's the problem, dude. It, you're the problem, okay? Uh, okay, you got me into video editing like real hard. Like, yeah. like you got me in a video, like really just in general. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. And, and, uh, maybe not so much a use case for you, but like, I would like to edit video at Kelly's and I think the extra screen real estate might come in handy there, you know, in situations where I'm actually editing on the MacBook itself, not saying you wouldn't have those use cases, but, uh, I think that you're usually, mm. you're not as mobile. I... Well, I take my, see, the thing is I take my laptop to and from work daily, uh, whenever I'm going to the office. So I do do not like lugging around a heavy machine. Um, that's, 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 that's why I'm still on the 14 train. Yeah. So, but like, I agree that like, say, say you're somebody that needs like the desktop replacement. They say you don't have a desktop, then you probably want to get the 16. You know what I mean? Like you probably, unless you plan on taking the 14 and docking it to like an actual desktop situation. But if you don't want to buy that, you don't want to buy a keyboard, mouse, monitor, speakers, you don't want to buy all that shit. Say you just want to have one and done. Maybe you just get the 16. If you're going to work off of it and make it like your life machine, then yeah, maybe. But like for me, it's like, I already have like the desktop, like I can plug in and have it, you know what I mean? Um, if I'm on Here's the go, I probably at. appreciate the mobility more. So the 14 is kind of my where I think it is the yeah. sweet spot. Plus the 16 is a lot thicker than even the Intel one. You know what I mean? Really? And I and, and yeah, and I felt like the Intel so one is was the 16 already, one thicker than the than the 14. Um, 
What do you mean, like thicker wise? Like, well, well the, they're the same thickness. What I'm saying is, like, oh, si- you like mean size. like actually? Okay, okay. Like, if you compare the Intel 16 inch MacBook Pro to the new M1 16 inch MacBook Pro, oh, I see what you're saying. I it's see what like you're saying. significantly bigger. Uh, and and I, I already felt like the 16 inch MacBook Pro when I had the Intel one it was, was big boy. kind of big. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so here's where I'm at. Here's where yeah. I'm at. Uh, you're getting the 14. Uh, we're pretty yep. much the same person. So I'll get your input from the 14. Yeah. I actually ordered a 16 for myself for work. Uh, it's okay. not a personal use laptop. It's a work laptop. But I purposely ordered the 16 for work uh, for two reasons. One, uh, I want to see how the 16 is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to see if I like that size. And two, uh, I do a ton of stuff for work, right? Because because like, I wear like right. 30 hats at work. So chances are I'll have like a video editing or rendering on my desk next to me while I'm doing something else on my Surface Book. Right. Uh, so in that scenario, the only screen I'll have is the MacBook screen. And it's not yeah. really leaving with me, right? It's kind of just sitting on my desk next to me. Okay. I mean, it's going to be fine, right? Like, uh, I think it's going to be... The 16 is going to be unreal, actually. I I want it just because it's, like, the beautiful display at 16 inches. Mm. It's going to be gorgeous, right? That's kind of where I am, too, because, like, the last two MacBooks I've had, the last three ones, the last two, they were, they, they were 13s. And I love that size. Yeah. Like, 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 I love that size. You know, it kind of killed the yeah. 12.9 iPad for me because it's roughly the same size as that. It's actually lighter than a 12.9-inch iPad and uh, Magic Keyboard cover. Mm-hmm. So it's lighter than that. You know what I mean? Like, that form yeah. factor really hits home for me. Like, it's weird because if, like, obviously I enjoy using the 16 more when I'm just sitting at a desk or something because it's, like, so yeah. good. But if I'm, like, on the couch... And the, it's on the, my yeah. lap. Like, it's the 16's really a chunk. The 13 you know? and the 14 really shine there. Yeah. I feel like, and that's where I want to be. Like, I've been using my laptop a lot more lately. So I'll sit on this couch back here and I'll be lounging with it. You know, I've been using, I've been playing uh, with Ableton, making music. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a blast. And can, it, to do that on, on the couch, just chilling. Can I tell it, you that the. Uh, the lack of touch bar is one of the biggest driving factors to making me upgrade or making me want to upgrade. Yeah, that's and, and, and wow. this is someone who, wow. who likes the touch bar, right? But it's coming at it from a different approach. Um, it's coming at it from an approach that now that the new MacBook Pros don't have it, yeah. it's 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 just going to become vaporware for developers. Like they're like like it's gone. Like it's on the like, way out. Yeah. I can almost guarantee like Capture One twenty twenty or Capture One up, update twenty uh, twenty two. The next one coming out will probably not support it. Uh, I don't know how, how many updates we have left with DaVinci Resolve supporting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's one of those things now that like I know that it's just going to eventually no longer be supported. So every time I see it, it's just a reminder that. Right. I basically it's, have dead technology. It's gone. Yeah. Everyone, it's basically going to fizzle out and disappear. Yeah. Um, which, and like, I agree that I like the touch bar, but it was never utilized in a meaningful way to me. And, um, except for those DaVinci Resolve color grade boys, dude. That's neat. But I, even then, I never, I never played with that. So at this I point, I didn't either. I found out like when it was on its way out. Yeah. It's like, I, I I'm not interested. I think at this point, I just want to, Go back to the physical keys. I think function keys are better. Uh, are you going to have your 13 M1 and the 14 at the same time? Yes. Can you do me a favor? Sure. 
I need a side-by-side -side keyboard comparison because some people say they are different and some people say they are similar. Like the feel or yeah. in what way? Yeah. Just like oh, typing. Oh. You know what I mean? Like type a few sample sentences out. Yeah. So I just want to put out for the uh, podcast that, um, you know, Randy and I have been talking about producing a lot of video content for our YouTube channel other than the podcast. So what we yeah. want to do is publish, you know, reviews, tech videos, much like you would see online. Uh, we've been kind of interested in, in putting out that kind of content specifically for YouTube. Uh, and what we want to do, what I wanted to do was do some sort of a uh, little review of my 14 inch. And in that video, I would obviously compare it to my current M1. That's a uh, great idea. Inch. That's a great idea. You know, yeah. I wanted to put it there yeah. and just kind of, I'm probably going to line up like all my MacBooks that I have. Cause I have like Amanda's 13 inch air, my 13 inch pro and then the 14-inch uh, new one, and then I'll even have, oh, like... Oh, wow, you, you have, like, the full spectrum of, of uh, M1, dude. Yeah, and then I have, like, a really old, like, what is it, the 12-inch, like, MacBook. Uh, I love that thing, man. Yeah, I'm going to bring... I'm going to have that in the video, too, just because I have it. I loved it. Yeah, with the, the only problem with it is it has the uh, butterfly keys. It does. So I, I have a, an actual working example of what the butterfly keys were. Perfect. So perfect. You know, I might so, mention that in the video. Is that going to be your first video? It will. Yeah, I think so. And uh, uh, I'm going to go pretty high with the the standards on it because I want to I want to take my time with it, but I also want to make it like kind of nice. You know, I want to make my it first, a nice. My first video know. is obviously going to be the iPhone 13 video. Uh, yeah, yeah. Talking about uh, your experience with that, I'm really excited to see that. Actually, it's going to be different we we haven't really done this type of video in this kind of professional way before yeah our, so our, our target is kind of like that snazzy labs kind of target so there's two there's a there's something that i feel that we can bring to the table that's a little bit unique so like you have snazzy labs and i'll bring up snazzy labs i'll bring up mkbhd you know all of these people you 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 go to their channel and before you watch the video you know what you're going to get yeah right? like you know, like while I would love for Eric to live in the, in the same house with me, yeah, um, th that's not the case, right? So right. we are in this scenario now where you may get two varying, uh, like uh, video styles and video techniques on the same channel. You know, like so that may bring something unique to us that not a lot of channels have. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Like what it, I want to do it, is it, it won't feel like every video is on autopilot. Or, so or for, it's just edited like exactly. from the same timeline. Here's what I'll say, dude. I know for a fact, like, okay, as a tech reviewer, right, um, it's pretty typical that the format is you you cover the product, you talk about its specs, you talk about... And, like, the, by the time people get to our channel to watch it, they've already been through the yeah. ringer. They already know all that stuff. So yeah. I'm not going to dwell on, like, oh, check out these Geekbench scores. You've seen them, dude. You've seen them. You don't need to come to my video yeah. and get more of the same. Bringing game. unique content is kind of where we're at. Yeah, so I'm going to be like, look, guys, you've seen the numbers. I'm going to give you my real-world uh, tests. I'm going to give you my results, what they mean to me, how that makes me feel, and who do I think this project is for. And I'll, 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 you know, I'll run my own unique tests. I'm going to do my own like little weird benchmarks like RimWorld because I play RimWorld, dude. It's, it, you know, it, it's Does that a have a Mac game. OS client? It doesn't have it, it. It it does have a Mac client, but it's not. It's M1. the Intel. It's Intel, right? Okay, so, so it's Rosetta, Rosetta two. So, but it'll still be a fun uh, game to benchmark 
because it ran so good uh, on the M1 13-inch. So I'm really excited to see if it'll be even better. Nice, Probably man. not because single-core performance I don't think is like way better. Like um, the same from what I've seen. Exactly. So I don't really expect a performance increase, but it might be awesome. I don't know. We're going to test it. Um, so I'm really going to just run That's my exciting. own unique tests. I'm gonna, That's exciting. I'm going to basically have like a no bullshit approach um, toward to my review and just like give you my impressions like raw and, and, and obviously we're going to script these reviews because I want to make sure that I'm not like stumbling all over myself like i do in these podcasts you know yeah we're all we're all we are all over the place guys you know like we're, yeah. we're still kind of getting our feet wet we're still we're still dabbling and like yeah uh the one thing we do have in our camp is like we can talk like just to give you some behind the scenes with us uh we we wanted to target these podcasts in an hour i don't think we've had one that was less than an hour and a half yeah so, I know, that's hilarious uh yeah we talk all day <laughs> I, I do want to say that the graphics performance on the M1 Max really blew me away. Uh, just from, from what I've seen online. The benchmarks? Like, yeah, like coming from what the good. base M1 is and then realize that it's basically the same process. Yes. Uh, like it's not like a jump in architecture, right? Like we're not talking M1 to M2. We're talking basically the same architecture. Scaled just, up. Just, just scaled up. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, we knew it was already good, right? Like, we knew that the M1 was good. And, like, with GPUs, because it's, like, a multi-threaded workflow, it's just, like, throw more uh, GPU cores in there, and it's going to scale pretty linearly, dude. Yeah. Like, you're going to get amazing. And they not only did that, but then they, they increased the memory bandwidth. They doubled it for the max. You know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. Like, certain workloads are going to really feel that performance increase. Yeah. Like, obviously, you can get, like, a 3080, 3090. Uh, I think the 3080 is, like, the best you can get on a laptop. Um, yep. Yeah. And, like, it, it can it, perform, like, better in some ways. Although, at, like, a huge power increase, right? Like, you're like not going to be able to game on, on those, battery. Right? right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, the thing is, the games that do run on your M1, you're going to be able to play those on battery, and like have good performance, you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's to me that's a bigger deal than people make it out to be. Like when I did the when I had the 16 inch Intel MacBook Pro and I was playing World of Warcraft at like max graphics, and I could only get like less than an hour of play before I was empty. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not yep. going to be the case um, if I'm playing World of Warcraft on my new like on the new 14 inch with like my graphics jacked up because I can now I'm going to get the four hours plus battery because I, the, the chip's just so efficient. Like to me, that's a big deal for a machine that's portable. It's also a huge deal to me that Apple pointed out that you get the same level of performance plugged in or on battery. That's great. I hate how this is one thing. Like I had a coworker, she bought a new laptop. It's like an MSI or like an Asus or something. And as soon as she's on battery, the laptop frame limited you to to like 30 fps yeah it was like um just to just to throttle performance to get like enough battery life out of it at that point i thought that was crazy i was running the the unigen heaven benchmark and as soon as i unplugged power it was just locked 30 and then as soon as i plugged in it was like okay well now it's 120 frames per second or whatever 
uh, high refresh rate display. So I thought that was fascinating, but that's not something you get out of this uh, Apple product. It's just like yeah. all performance all the, time. all the time. I love that, you know? Yep. So I'm, I don't know, dude, I'm super pumped for tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm hyped for you, man. I'm sure yeah. I'll get pictures. Like, like, Tell like, me like you do with the tests to run. Okay. I will. And, and if you have any ideas for content that will be good for my video, let me know. Cause I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm planning a script. Okay. I'm going to do these tests and I'm going to record kind of like, you know, as I'm doing them, I'll probably do some videos and stuff. Uh, kind of like, you know how, like sometimes you get a video of a guy like hovering over a laptop and he's like, yo, check this out, dude. And he's doing it in real time. That's kind of like want, the Linus I want feel. To see, I want to see games that are specifically optimized for the M1. It, well, I, they need to come out, dude. Like, well, well, I think I <laughs> like World I, of Warcraft. I, I, what else? Like uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but you have to buy that yeah. on the App Store. Yeah, you know weird. I mean? Weird. Uh, I don't want to buy it again. I already have it on Steam, yeah. right? Um, um, I, I mean, like I, I could think of a lot of tests. So, like one thing that like I I I, I like really got my. Uh, my nads pumped dude was uh, <laughs> uh and it wasn't even really like a laptop review right it was kind of him okay. just talking because he's not really a tech youtuber but peter mckinnon's video where he yes. was editing photos without a problem and exporting a video in the background yeah uh, that's actually kind of huge dude i ain't gonna lie to you i mean my that's desktop huge. computer is a 3900 xt uh, with 32 gigs of ddr4 3600 megahertz and i have a yeah. 3090 uh, and when I export a video in DaVinci Resolve, like even my team speak, I, I go robotic. Yeah. Uh, so. I was having the same problem. I was trying to, I was doing a DaVinci Resolve export. It was taking a while and I had capture one open and I wanted to edit a photo and like the photo would not, you know how like you zoom in and it has to pop in. It mm -hmm. was like not popping, dude. I was like, come on, come on pop. And it just like, it just wouldn't work. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do editing and capture one. I was like, okay, God. I guess I'll just wait, you know. Um, so that sucked, but you know, being able to have like the perform, you know, that's actually one thing I'm gonna do for the uh, the video is, you know, I obviously have my desktop, so I want to compare not only against like the 13 inch M1, but also against like my desktop and and do what it, it can do, right? Because you know that matters. You, you also have to compare not only export speed because like everyone does that. But no, if, just timeline if, performance. I was say, like, if you have a way to like compare timeline timeline editing, I absolutely like, like, do with and without proxies. Like that would be awesome. Well, I do because like I have a bunch of projects that I've ha I still have, and I can open them right on different platforms. So, and actually, I plan on taking some 8K footage, 4K footage, and just like creating a project and seeing how that project performs across the different platforms. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'll probably, this is something that I probably won't like find a way to measure. Like some people measure, um, you know, in, in mathematical ways. And sure. if you're doing timeline performance, you can't really, you can't really measure it. You kind of just go by feel. You're like, oh, okay, I'm scrubbing through. It feels pretty good. And then you go over the next thing. Oh, this feels better. Like I'll yeah. be able to kind of quantify that as much as yeah. I can. Yeah. But like it's that. gonna be a challenge, right? Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, so be be prepared for next podcast when we talk about the M1 Max again. At because I I'll have it. So <laughs> and you know uh, what? The next podcast is gonna be weird because I'll be in a hotel room. If we if we can get it to work on the internet, on the hotel internet, we'll do it. 
Um, but if not, we might just have to postpone it. Okay. Um, you know, until uh, I come back on Thursday. So Sweet. Um, Sweet. it might be like better on Thursday because I'll be back. It's up to you. That's fine um, with me. Okay, so we'll talk so, about it then. Yeah, yeah, more to come. More Shocker. to come, dude. So uh, got my Apple Watch Series 7 today, dude. Oh, my gosh. So you were waiting how Probably. long for that thing, dude? Uh, October 8th. So just, just a little backstory. Uh, I ordered it October 8th uh, at 8.02 a.m. EST, which is literally the, the second the store went live. Wow. And my delivery date was November 1st to November 8th. So I did get it a little early, but still a little, you know, myth that I didn't actually get it on launch day. Yeah. Uh, I literally just set it up. So we're a little late recording the podcast because I had to set it up. Uh, Verizon, but dude. Maybe it was a silver lining because you guys might end up with better video quality because of it. Anyway, yeah. I digress. The screen is massive. I uh, haven't had enough to do any like real world testing between my old series six, yeah. but so far I'm just beyond where it's ecstatic to have an Apple watch again. Can I just say so. something like before we get into anything, do you sure. see this right here? Oh, no. no, I have eye tracking too. Now you see that? Yeah. That's hard oh. to f- fucking push. Yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, hold on. Let me grab mine. Let me grab mine. Dude. Like I, I, I cannot push this for the life of me, dude. Like, <laughs> all right, there he goes. But basically what I'm going to say, because he's gone, all right, uh, is whatever I want, because this is my podcast now. So, you know, we, I can do whatever I want now uh, on the podcast, because he's gone. So, uh, okay, here he comes. <laughs> but, yeah. Up, up, up. Hold on. Focus, dude. Put your hand out. Oh, there it is. Much better, dude. So... That's the thing. He's got like big old buttons he can push, right? Look how bad this is compared. So, <laughs> come back. Come back. Yeah, that's much bigger. So, his uh, Apple Watch is dead because he literally just got it. He's charging it. So, but the idea is the pin, uh, you know, okay, I'll, I see you're back now. So, the thing now. is the buttons, okay. Two things. The buttons are small, and they're off to the side, and it it pisses me off. Like, I have to hit them and then hit the little check button, and it's like they're really small, and it's just, like, annoying. Another thing that's annoying is I feel like I have to put in the freaking pin every two seconds. Really? Yeah, you know how, like, in the Apple, uh, with Apple Watch, if you unlock your phone, it unlocks your Apple Watch, I just did that. I was just going to talk about that. Amazing, right? That's so good. Samsung, why isn't the case... For your watch on your with your phone like why can't i do that and like like why do i have to unlock it to begin with like i don't even think on the um i don't think you have to unlock it unless you use like apple pay maybe i'm wrong but on what the watch yeah no, do you, uh, you so, don't just have to unlock it like when you yeah, put so it like, back on right if i take it off my wrist it'll lock right yeah but then like i just put it on and then i just instinctively check my phone and it unlocks my apple watch right like so i never yeah. really I never really entered the pin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is guys, this is where like Apple gets it right. Like they thought about the ergonomics, right? They have like little big, big, little big, they have big, big buttons planet, for these numbers. Whereas planet. like on, on the galaxy watch four, it's like tiny ass buttons. And it's so annoying. I was in the car this morning. I got a buzz on my wrist. I was like, okay, I want to read that. I had to unlock it. And I'm like, okay, I'm driving. I'm going to die. Trying to unlock this. I just wanted to, I literally wanted to just glance and see who it was or something. 
Um, and I couldn't even do that without unlocking it. And then I got into a car crash and died because I couldn't do it. So I will say that <laughs> the uh, the uh, brighter always on display and the larger screen, like the two things you noticed, right? Like they're the only yeah. two real big changes. But it's a point now, guys, where like there's barely a brightness difference between always on display and when the screen is active yeah uh like abl on my monitor is a bigger difference than the than the dimming for my always on display on the watch now wow i mean dude i'm so jealous um i know that i would go and get the apple watch and the iphone and all that but i'm, I'm on the fold train dude i'm folding still he's folding dude i gotta i gotta stay with the fold for a while dude i you know i got it and when I got it, I basically told myself, like, I'm staying here. I think Look at that watch me, face, dude. I mean, yeah, it's that new one. It's that new clean one. I like it. I, I thought it was a neat face. It's a very neat face. Yeah. I liked it. So I, I think the Apple Watch is cleaner for sure. I don't, I don't really dig. Uh, I don't hate it. Uh, the Galaxy Watch. I think it's just not as good. That's just what it boils down I don't want to poo-poo on it too much because they're definitely making steps in the right direction, the Galaxy Watch. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's serviceable, it's, honestly. It's like kind it's, of if like... If you're on Android, you need this. You do. If you, you want do. a smartwatch. Yeah. It's kind of like what I told my friend who, who bought the Pixel 6, who I talked to earlier, Yeah, is that, in my opinion, and like in the opinion of like actual benchmarks and, and stats... Uh, Apple is just so far ahead in like every aspect. So like he linked the Pixel 6 Geekbench scores in our group chat and he's like, "Oh, it's not that bad, right?" And I looked at what the scores were and you know what they were comparable for? The what? two the iPhone 10 from 2017. Oh no. Like Oh no. <laughs> like like That's 27 not how you yeah. Do it. Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. so uh, of course my meme side came out and I was like, "Oh, that's not bad. Look at these iPhone benchmarks." And he's like, "Oh, wow." And then and then I said, "They're from 2017." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really funny cuz uh, you know, we just said earlier that in the we're in the Apple camp largely largely because of software and we go to Android because of hardware. Right, but it's right. kind of the opposite in a lot of ways too cuz Apple do have some solid hardware. They do. See, Apple's hardware is solid, but it's hardware. home, right? Like, yeah. like, and like, that's part of like my, my, my theme in my video. So like a little teaser, you know, like we, we like to go on vacations a lot, you know, because like, uh, they're fun, right? Like, uh, you know, going to Disney world is fun. Right. But I couldn't imagine living in Disney world and being on all the time. Right. Yeah. Like you kind of just want to go there for a little getaway, but home is where you live. Like home is yeah, like, like, like home is comfortable. Home is nice. And I that's kind of where the iPhone is, right? Like going to a hotel and like staying in yeah. like in, in like this this shitty ass bed that like people had 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 sexy time all over yeah. it's cool for like a week and then I you're like you i just want to come home man like yeah i, I, I just want to go home where like the bed's always warm and the and, and, and like the food is good like yeah i know what you mean dude uh you know i'll say this about the fold like it's uh not to go into another fold phone podcast but i gotta say like it's it's still great i love it yeah, I, I know man like like I can't leave it. Like I want an iPhone because I need that integration and I, I because I have Apple products and I have HomeKit. That's probably the biggest thing. So I shouldn't have ever left, but you know, I'm kind of stuck with the fold at this point. So I'm 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 but it's not like I'm upset about it. It's a freaking fold. It's awesome. So Yeah, yeah. The phone folds in yeah. half. 
Yeah. It's awesome. I I, 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 I want to complain too much about that. Yeah. So, yeah, any other... I mean, you haven't had the Apple Watch long enough to really say much else. But your first impression, good. First impression, I mean, it's basically a better version of the watch I had. Which is kind of like a, Apple's camp, right? Like, it's not new. It's not... A, it's doesn't fold you know it's not a folding yeah. watch I, the uh, redesign they did with the new uh macbooks uh the macbook pros i think is like kind of funny because it's like a little bit of the retro vibe it definitely it. is it definitely you is know? and they showed it in the video can you confirm or can anyone confirm uh if the bottom of the thing has like an, an embossed macbook pro on it like they showed in the keynote yeah i'll confirm and i'll, I'll say this it definitely does it's uh, it's like yeah. recessed. It says MacBook Pro or whatever. But uh, so I'll so confirm when I get you it. You know already it does. Yeah, I do for a fact. I've watched yeah. like enough videos, people showcasing it. Yeah, I know it does. I I think that's super nice. I love it. I do it. too. I I, that, I I was hoping it did. It does. It looks so good. Uh, I I can't wait to get it tomorrow. I I don't know. I might do a first impressions video instead of the review first, like just to kind of give you my hot take. Because those are always exciting. They are hot takes. But yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I feel like doing it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Super excited, dude. Don't act like you're not going to call me the second you get it. Oh, uh, yeah. I will. I will. <laughs> That's for sure, dude. Yeah, though. Um, but yeah, what's our next topic, dude? Do we have one? We have one topic left on this agenda, and that is the GeForce Now streaming update. So, dude, I don't know anything. Sure, sure. So, so what's exciting? Cause... Real quick and dirty, they upgraded their their blades, you know, their server blades. Yeah. Uh, so everyone who subscribes to GeForce now in some form gets yeah. a 3080. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty huge. They also uh, upgraded their, their infrastructure and cut latency by over two times. Wow, that's actually... Yeah. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. From where? What do you yeah. mean latency yeah. by over two times? Yeah. Like they said, it's going to be relative, though. It, it one hundred percent is relative, right? Uh, but it's gonna, yeah. So yeah. like, what's the what's the endpoint they were measuring against? You Who know knows? what I mean? Who knows? The, uh, yeah. Either way, either okay, way. Okay, well, maybe the asterisk is the up two, right? Like, so best oh, case oh. scenario, you're getting two we times. Know, we know the how people market things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the articles I've read are extremely positive. Uh, you know, they still say that if you're a competitive gamer, it's not really your thing. Uh, but I think the example they gave was, excuse me, was they were doing blind tests. If someone's playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that is the Viking one. Yes. Uh, and the person who was playing it didn't know it wasn't a local copy. So, so, so can that's I pretty, say something, dude? Yeah. So. You know, we just streamed, uh, I know recently I just streamed New World from my PC to my work, um, and uh, that was good. Yeah. Um, I Like, that was well into the playable area to me, um, like the response, like the input. Now, obviously, that's a hop, skip, and a jump, like from this house. I'm talking about location, right? Yeah. Like, the... the, yeah. the the latency between my house and my work because it's not that big of a distance. But does that go through Steam low. at all? Does that go through Steam at all? So like, does no, that go it doesn't out use to Steam, no? like Steam as a. Uh, in this, in that case, it would be like a Steam as a proxy, so mm -hmm. to speak. If it did, it doesn't right. do that. 
it goes straight from computer to computer from okay the, from the way i understand it right okay because because typically um yeah actually you know what maybe maybe you're right it depends it's um, like because like i know we have that problem with like teams calls at work right like yeah i get text all the time like like my team's calls laggy and like we have a dedicated fiber line right so it's not us and then and then i have to remind them that like listen man like we're just a conduit right so like it goes yeah. up it leaves us it goes up to some you know microsoft you know microsoft, yeah. cdn and then they handle it up there and then other people connect to a cdn and then it routes within their cdn and then we get udp packets you you and the people who, are, who you're on the call with right yeah, like yeah. like like there there could be a lot of transmission breakdowns between you know you and yeah. the person you're talking to so i know for a fact um, if you're on so this is the way i was doing it tell me if you were doing it a different way but um typically um if i'm on my lan um like if i'm on like my laptop i can see other devices on my lan that have steam up and so all I do is I uh, VPN with uh, WireGuard onto my LAN, and then I can see my local network stuff. So then I can connect to like that's, my. That's computer. how I do it. That's how I do it. So yeah. in that case, it is a direct point to point. Yeah. Right? If you go through WireGuard, it probably is. Yeah. Um, so there are some 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 really shady things going on here that Nvidia is doing, and I just want to touch them really quickly because. There has been some tinfoil hat stuff, if, if you want to get that out, if you will. Let me bust uh, it out, dude. So Ten. now, so listen to this, dude. This service, dude, you have to pre-order it. Wait, Because no, they're no, offering no, a service in limited quantities. What? Yes. Wait, what? What, like so, the GeForce Now service? Yes. You have to pre-order it. Yes. So this you like could, when you had to do that with, like, didn't Stadia you have to do that? Well, like, this is a little bit different, right? Okay. So, like, so, like, you could join right now for what's called a premium rig no other specs it just says premium rig uh -huh. which is 49.99 for six months or you can pre-order an rtx 3080 server for a hundred dollars for six months and it's limited quantities and you have to pre-order it oh my god only they have access to all of the new features so now I don't like well, it. Let me think of it this way, okay? So like if you're Nvidia, right? You could either sell graphics cards one at a time or you can start to build out your infrastructure and basically do a gas, right? Like like oh, a system no. as a service but like a graphics card as a service? No. So do you think that this is like like a like a look into Nvidia's future where you no longer buy a graphics card but you basically rent one from them? From their server blade? Because it literally says on their website, like, you can pull it up if you want. It's nvidia.com backslash en. Let me just there. say this. Let me just say this, dude. Yeah. Um, if that was the future, I'm concerned. But, uh, I mean, if, like, also, Mac gaming is going to become a thing then. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Because PC gaming is not going to be a thing anymore. It's going to be streaming. Pull Everything. that up and and look at the top, right, the top, sure. the top. Uh, look at that, dude. Pre-order open for all. Pre-order the new GeForce Now 3080 membership now. Blast power, dude. Um, oh no, are you kidding? And, and, and then scroll down to the bottom. In cloud, where it shows games, the tiers. Devices RTX on. Uh, wait, wait. Do I have to click on it? No, no, no. You just no. scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see it. 
new games added every Thursday, blah, 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 membership, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> can it run Crisis? Now every device can. get the Yeah. Oh, look, everything. Safari, Edge, Beta, dude. Let's go. GeForce Now. Only on GeForce Now. You bought it, you own it. Is that true? I guess if you're using your own library. Um, yeah, connect to your own store and stream your own library of games. Oh, so, like, it has Steam integration. Wait. There it is, dude. Oh Look at that. Oh, my God. Look wait, at wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Oh, if you want the 3080, you got to pay a hundred dollars. That's what I'm for saying, dude. And, and it's limited. limited quantities, dude. Limited quantities. Oh my god, dude. Yo, do you want to pay a scalper, dude? Or they—that's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude. God like, dang it, dude. No. Like this is why there's no 3080s. It's because they're building out server blades with the with the cores, oh, man. Fuck. And they're charging you a hundred dollars to rent one, two hundred dollars a year to rent one. This is making me sick. I'm going to throw up, dude. It's disgusting. Can I just say, dude, like, okay, I'm not against, okay, yeah, I am against streaming. I think that for some people it can make sense. I think the reason I'm against it is because I I care about performance. I do too. And the experience. And the thing is, streaming um, is giving you a compromised experience in multiple ways. Um, I'd say that we're at the point now where image quality, even over a compression uh, algorithm, is pretty good. Image quality can be pretty good, although it's not, you know, because it's going over, it's it's running through a, a compression algorithm uh, and being streamed Let me ask to you, you a, question. a certain bit rate. You know what I mean? Let me ask you an unfair question. Sure. So can I game stream my 3090 to my MacBook using NVIDIA GameStream. I essentially run my own GeForce now. Okay, yes. Yes. You can do it through a application or an app called Moonlight. Okay. Moonlight will let you use the native GeForce streaming. Have you uh, used it before? Yes. How does it work? It is has it, one is it, is it limitation. Or is it? Okay. Uh, which is you have to have your monitor turned on. That sucks to me. I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Oof. Um, Wait, because on? It, yes. You have to have your display on. Oof. Which sucks because, like, we have OLEDs, right? We have OLEDs, so I just want yeah. to turn it off. Like, yeah. But you have to have a display on or it won't be able to mirror it. It's really weird. So I prefer Steam, which doesn't care. Um, I don't think Steam cares, but wait Steam... a minute. I think even the uh, the Nvidia one requires a monitor. I think I had a weird issue with that. It probably does. The well, I'm saying if you do the native Nvidia stuff, like it does. I think it does. So I think Moonlight just taps into the Nvidia limit, and it has the same limitations, right? So it's probably just universal for Nvidia game streaming. Sure. Um, but if you're using the steam, uh, it has, you, you know, different limitations. I think the steam is using, uh, probably your CPU to do the encoding, whereas the GPU is being utilized for G. And it has to be uh, a steam game at that point, right? Uh, well, yes and no, because you can add third party games to steam and but can you stream uh, this. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So like, you know, like for example, I have the Sims and, um, I added it to Steam, and then now I can stream The Sims. So 
this is a live conversation, and again, it may help some of the viewers out there. If I wanted to stream, uh, like Battlefield twenty forty two when it yeah. comes out to my iPad and Mac OS and MacBook, uh, you would recommend to use Steam. Yeah. So does Steam? I, I I'm curious. Does Steam have the? Because uh, for a time, it was blocked on the App Store. Is it? Does the is the Steam client uh, there? I don't, I don't even know. know. On iPad, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because it, it was it was like it was one of those things where Apple had blocked it, and uh, the Steam Remote app uh, on Android, I do have it. Um, uh, let me just play games uh, on on iPad. Let's see if there's a link to it. Oh. Um, yeah, because you have to have the Steam Link um, app, and then uh, like you can see it here. You know, I have it. Um, I don't know if you can see it all that well. Yeah, I can see it. Steam Link, yeah. So it, you can see I have the server. I can hit start playing, and it'll pull up. I think up we're like, good, uh, dude. I think we're good. Hold on. Steam Link. So if you can get that app. If it's on my phone, uh, it should be. It's, it's, yeah, let me see really quick. If, if, if you can get it. Okay, so you just showed me the App Store. Uh, yeah, it says on the iPhone, iPad, Mac, yeah. and Apple TV. Oh, wait, can you do it on the Apple TV? That could be huge. Holy shit. That could be dude. huge, dude. We got to try this out, dude. Dude. Dude, what? I try this dude, out, if it's dude. on the Apple TV, dude, oh my god! Did you imagine? That? I'm so mad I didn't know that earlier because I was uh I was hooking up my fold to the TV with the HDMI dongle. There we go, and dude. Like, got oh, it, dude. Okay, so let me just say that is awesome. Um, Huge. I really do think Steam Link is awesome. If it's on the Apple TV, dude, that's busted. That's gonna I'm gonna be. Try it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, try gonna it use that because. I love the only problem I have. Let me say the one thing. The one problem I have is like, I like HDR gaming. And so far streaming HDR gaming hasn't really worked. Uh, I've been playing Life Christ X on my series X and I don't have any of the HDR problems I've seen online. Uh, That I mean, my you're playing directly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like, uh, like, I'm still in the camp that HDR on PC is jank to begin with. Ah, uh, it works, dude. It works. It works. It's not as like plug Tell that and to play. outsiders, dude. Like, well, no, it works. It's like the same, dude. It's literally the same. In fact, in fact, dude. In fact, did you just watch the video today from HDTV test? No. About the PS4, they updated the PS4. So if you have a Sony. One of the new Sony like OLEDs, it'll automatically configure your PS4 to like uh, to support like the HDR, like that that TV can do. I guess sure. like it automatically configures HDR for you, but it does it in a shitty way to where you're you're losing information. That's like nice. you're getting blown out whites and stuff. And so he's like, "Yo, don't use this auto config bullshit. You need to like." configure it in this specific way so it's still not like i mean on the ps5 side sorry i meant if i said ps4 i meant ps5 yeah and it's still not quite there and the xbox might be a little bit better i find that microsoft has had better hdr um like support so it may be that they're they're doing a better job on the xbox i don't know yeah so you had to tell me like you said you haven't had you've been playing far cry and it's been good 
it's been fine. Um, uh, yeah. I, like I said, like I've just noticed things with PC that like, uh, yeah. And, and again, I love PC. I'm not poo pooing on the PC, but I've had bad experience with HDR on PC, especially so, if you play games in the full screen windowed, forget it, which, which is, you know, yeah. if you're, you don't really do that, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like I mean, if yeah. you're playing HDR, it's basically full screen exclusive. And, yep. uh, which sucks for a lot of like I know that if my buddy Tyler uh, listens to this podcast, he's basically going to be like, "Oh no, that sucks," because I know he's a window mode kind of guy for yeah. everything, and yeah. um, so like that would if 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 it, he couldn't use a feature unless you're in full screen, like he'd be upset. You know, Windows yeah. 11 aims to fix some of these problems, but I don't think it does, not fully. I could be wrong, but. HDR is pretty awesome when it works. And I don't think you can do it over streaming. This was the whole point. Streaming HDR is difficult. It is. Um, And, you know, both ends have to kind of know, like, okay, this is the signal being sent. This is, you know, and then it's a codec thing. It's really annoying. Um, It's like, okay, are you sending me a signal that's Rec 709 or is it BT 2020 or is it, like, something else? You know, like... It's really annoying. But yeah, dude, um, streaming, like just to go back to the G- the actual topic so we can wrap it up, so we can bookend it. The GeForce Now, I think it's scummy to have the pricing tiers that they're doing. I th- I, I hate it. I don't like the pre-order thing. Um, like just. <sighs> I don't like the pre-order thing. I don't, I don't like any of this. The limited uh, look quantities at the, like, thing. Why, why even have a free tier? It says yeah. one hour session length. What the hell? Dude, are you, what the you fuck doing, am I dude? gonna do with an hour, dude? Yeah. What am I gonna do with an hour? Yeah. I can't Doesn't even make pl- any sense. I play like one game of League and then hop off or something. Like what? <laughs> yeah, and then like when does your timer reset? Like can you go right back in, or is that you're done for the day? Yeah. Like what? Is that is that like the China plan, dude? I don't. Yeah, that's the China plan, dude. You get like one hour. Yeah. Uh, by law. <laughs> yeah. So, so stupid. Oh man, but yeah, it's just. I like, knew this would tilt you, so I knew this, this was a good topic. No, yeah, because it's a hot topic for me, dude. I yeah, I for like I said, two problems I have. It's it's I care about like the highest quality image and and everything is possible, but also I care about latency. That's the biggest thing, right. and you can't beat the laws of physics. You can't beat the speed of light. There's always going to be latency somewhere. Um, and I mean. Coming full circle, that's that's part of the secret sauce in the M1, right? Is it's just there's no traces between RAM and GPU and CPU. It's just it's right there, dude. You know, that's the advantage of a SOC. Uh, SOC is everything's really close, communicating efficiently. There's no bottlenecks, right? There, well, there is, but you know, you don't really have board bottlenecks like you do right. um, if you design your SOC properly. Like you are fully integrated everything is communicating everything is working uh low latency and it's fantastic and it's honestly i didn't think i'd be saying this but it's like really compelling uh i i kind of hope that we get cool desktops that have like killer socs and shit Um, i think that that will be the future i I think we're still a few years off there's always going to be custom builds i think there's i think that I think that we're probably, I think a more realistic future 
It's probably not in SOCs. I think SOCs are going to overtake the mobile market entirely. Yeah. Uh, but I think for desktops, I think we're still going to see the modularity we see now, but I think we're going to slowly see uh, x86 instruction sets go the way of the South. And I think that right. everything will be ARM-based. You know, if I had to, if I had to guess, dude, I think Nvidia is going to be a huge player in that world because they they bought ARM, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling they're going to be making monster chips. I th- um, I I have a feeling that we're going to probably at some point see a ARM based PC from Nvidia. Yeah, I think that they would be the ones to do it. They'll they'll probably make the first actual like Apple competitor regarding like you know Apple architecture. Yeah. Um, I mean, Intel has been trying to make better chips, uh, power efficient, and all this. They have integrated graphics team. Like they're they're trying to push like their new integrated graphics. It just isn't good, dude. Just isn't. It, it's not there. ARM is just so much more power efficient. I don't know why, um, but yeah, it just it just is right now, dude. Anyway, dude, is that it? Should we wrap it up? I think we have to, man. All right, I- dude. It's okay. I want to wrap it up too. So let's uh, let's pull in the music, dude. Pull it in, dude. Pull Reel in it in. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching the Technostatic podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming. We're gonna we'll do it next week. Probably the same kind of day uh, as this week. Yeah. One, yep. Yeah. Probably Thursday again next week. Be prepared yeah. for more uh, M1 coverage. Shocking, more, right? More coverage coming, and uh, then uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. We'll see you guys next time on the podcast. Peace. Peace.